0: Hey, so my backstory. Um, uh, so I go back to 2003 and I just left college slash university, depending on where you're coming from, and <coughs> I was kind of trying to figure out, you know, as, as lots of people do, trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life, or what I'm, what I am, was doing with my life, and went off and travelled a little bit and met, met loads of interesting people whilst I was away. And I just saw this world that was full of opportunity and loads of people who were out there kind of making up their own rules and living life on their own terms. And and I thought, heh, like, you know, why not me? I, I would like a piece of that. And so I came back from traveling and you know, I remember saying to my dad, uh, got back home to my parents in the Midlands in the UK. It's like where, you know, the Shire and Hobbit Land is all set. And, and I remember saying, Dad, um, and they were like, yeah, son, Richard, you know, time to get a job. And I was like, well, actually, um, I think I figured out what I want to do. I want to be an entrepreneur. And my dad, he looked at me. Like mad, like furious, and I remember it to this day. I was standing in the like in the landing downstairs, kind of landing bit, my parents' house, um, and he just looks at me and goes, "Son, you are not an entrepreneur." Like really mad. And I mean, and I was just like, I just remember the feeling. I was like, fuck you. Like, how? I was just so, like, yeah. Like, not only like disgusted, kind of, but I was like, you of all people. Like, A, you've always been like a huge, like, my fan. And saying, you've always said to me, You know, you can, you can, you will accomplish whatever you set your mind to. Just focus and then you'll accomplish it. Always had total belief in me. And so, for him to just say this to me, I was like, really? Like, how, how can you be so obtuse? How come you're being so obtuse? I just, I just did not. Understand what was going on, and um, and yeah, so I was like, well, okay, kind of fuck you, really. And that was my overriding thought. I was like, I mean how stupid? Like anybody can learn anything, sure to different like levels of success or whatever, or you know, skill based on aptitude. But it's not like a god given. The lady of the lake, her arm clad. The finest shimmering Samite declared, decreed that I, Arthur, should be the only entrepreneur. It's like, what a load of shit. Like, there's no mystique. I was so mad. I remember it. And I was like, oh God, I have going to prove you wrong. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if um, anyone else, don't know if you've experienced that. you felt that. Ever had that where a believer or a friend or... Somebody who loves you, family. And they've just sort of told you, this is who you are. So, fuck you. I get to say, I'm the one in charge of me. It's not to say, not to be disrespectful or to not appreciate everything that the people, your friends and family and you know, what they do for you. But yeah, God, such a strong feeling. Um, so, not just so much watch the company you keep, but like, really check yourself in terms of people's advice and opinions that you seek and listen to ultimately it kind of comes down to you right so anyway um spin forwards a number of years and i tried a number of different things and with, with like mixed success but no like kind of commercial breakaway runaway home run or like solid return and it's always that thing like, uh, like God damn, I don't want Tim to be proved right. And all the time it's like, wouldn't you just get a job? Why didn't you just get a job? And it's like deep to be like, fuck you. Yes, there's a place for being employed and providing for your family and all the rest of it. But um, anyway, so spent forth like now, like 10 years and I'm constantly on the lookout for like what are the best ways, what are the new ways who's doing what, like in terms of teaching what success people have had and it's been forward to 2013 and I started a business, it was an online tutoring platform uh, well someone else, someone else's idea and he asked me to be the co-founder and he'd raised some money And um, and you know, it's kind of Like, for all of those Y Combinator and Eric Reese fanboy, um, all of you lot out there, it can be quite dangerous. Like, there's one essay in particular from... uh, It's Paul Graham, who's the founder. And that's this, like, this whole concept of growth. And the essay is about... It's about growth at all costs. And I just... It is so contradictory to my experience and what I think is uh, useful. Um, So anyway, we'd raised some money and we were growing at all costs and doing things that didn't scale and trying to sell people over the phone rather than getting people to like um, self-serve and it did not scale. And we were so focused on growth that it was like, it was minuscule. And we're focused on growth at the expense of focusing on learning which is a big big mistake like in the start yeah you grow right but but you should optimize for learning like that is your journey optimize for learning so um we would we were kind of chipping away and chipping away not really knowing what we were doing and then oh, I was like, God, there's got to be a better way. There has to be a different way to do this. But like, who knows, you know, we've read like Eric Greese, and, you know, but there must be, maybe we're not applying it right. Or, you know, there's got to be a better way to like get to product market fit, whatever it is that we're trying to do. And then I was, huh, I'm actually close to this place now. Um, I was doing like on some body for life kind of tip or some like weight gain regime. And uh, on the Kingsham Road, and there's this like street gym, which is like, you know, it's like a prison gym almost. You pay a fiver and in you go. And it's just, it's just iron. Like that's it. And it's gritty. And I was doing doing some deadlifts and I had this tiny blood blister on my hand. Uh, like there's a point to this. Um, and like I bit it. And just carried on. And then anyway, like a week later, my whole hand swelled up and I was just like, that is not so good. Um, and so I went to the hospital and they were like, yeah, take these, take these things. If it's still not resolved in 24 hours, like come back. Sure enough, 24 hours later, I am straight back in there. Like, uh, like I need, uh, uh, this really hurts. And uh, I contracted this, this infection and it spread. It spread all the way up my arm. My whole arm was swollen and red. And they were like, one second. And they were, um, they were juicing me up with morphine, like cocktails of antibiotics. This is like, you know, when there's loads of stuff in the media about post antibiotic world, and I was just like, you know, so what, what gives? In the end, they ended up like, this whole like crazy shit, they cut out a bit of my finger and there was like, oh, like they were debating, what do we need, do we need to amputate, if yes, like how far up, and I was like, really, it was a blood blister, but why am I telling you this, it, because of that, it turned out that I was in hospital for like three weeks, and just prior to going in, I had the, um, had the kind of good fortune or the foresight to go and in- do a bit more digging around Lean Startup. And I found the guy who taught Eric Ries, this guy called Steve Blank, who I'm sure many of you will know. And I, he was kind of like an old, older school, but like first wave of Silicon Valley tech entrepreneurs, So like early sixties and age, right? 63 or something like this. And was written like um, prolifically um, about his Here's another guy, Bob Dorf. their experience of like between them building and scaling some successes, like most success, a few, a few craters, like high-tech, high-growth startups. It's like 14 different companies between them, something like that. And I was like, damn, like this is useful. This is like deep, deep information and based on like a lifetime of experience and now time to reflect on that. I was like, this is, this is the shiz. So if you have not ever got it, like, get a copy of the Startup Owner's Manual and devour it. So that's what I did. Like, three weeks in hospital, just like, oh my god, like and like, put it all in my head, like, memory palaced the crap out of it, or as much of it as I could. Uh, it's got like, it's just so good. And so I come out and it's kind of like, you know, that was that that was that was the epiphany that I had. I was like, oh, this is the way. This is what we must do. This is customer development. We must figure out what the market wants. We must speak to people and, you know, like growth hack. So truly get to like do users really want and love what we do before we just try and grow and grow and grow and like spunk um, advertising dollars up the wall. And um, uh, this is the way. This is the way to do it. And um, so I come out and say to the you know the co-founder, the guy that had brought me in, I was like, like this is this is it. We need to be doing this, and he just didn't want to know. He just didn't want to know, and I again I was like, really? Like, but this is the this is the blueprint. This is the roadmap, and like, let's implement it. And it's like, look, I really feel like I'm just, I'm constantly fighting you and your books. And I was like, man, there's a, a, yeah, like there's definitely a place for like shooting from the hip or, you know, at least, you know, taking action, making decisions and moving forwards. But like basic, like don't reinvent every wheel. Do not try to reinvent all structures, all frameworks, all processes. I haven't reinvented language so you can say these things to me. Like, you know, I'm so dumb. Um, and then like, you know, a few months go by and still it's like, dude, we'd like, what are we, you know, why you, there is no coherent strategy. We need to stop tool, stop everything, tool down and like figure this stuff out. And he's and then we went, you know, went for a walk and he's like, look, this, this kind of isn't working out. Cause I'm not, I can't make decisions as fast. With you in the room, I was like, "No shit, because your decisions are crazy." Um, so we'd like we parted ways. He's said, uh, "This, we can't go on." I was like, "Well, good, in a way, like that's a really good thing." So anyway, bowl forwards, and I was like, "Well, I ha- I know I know what to do, and you don't." And so I'm I, I am the one at an advantage here. So good luck. I mean, I, I mean, really good luck, but, and then it turns out, so I went and ended up going and working um, at um, at another startup. It's was a B2B software data management, kind of selling to enterprise. And again, early stage, like really early stage, I joined the founding team and um, luckily like, well, they also weren't aware of customer development or any of this kind of stuff. And I was like, like these are the frameworks that we need to be working with so that we can like figure out what the story in the market is and how we can join that conversation and build products to to solve the problems that are going on that we know from the conversations that we are part of from speaking to people in the market and like and this is the detail right and it w- it will it will work because we have these frameworks in our heads <coughs> and it did and um, the, what happened was, you know, we've scaled, we scaled that business and went through Seed, Series A and Series B closing now and scaled like hired sales team, figured out what the market wanted, um, set up in the U.S. because uh, that's where the market is. So UK, Europe, U.S. and it's a, you know, it's a, it's a really nice business and i felt so like oh, done like done but in a good good way like and i the journey that i had wanted to go on which was one of a high growth high tech um kind of vc backed scale scale up um, i i had been the that person i'd gone on that journey i had done the growth I did that and it was, that was mission accomplished. I had become a new person and it wasn't until so, um, spin forwards, spin forwards a bit more, this comes to end of last year. And I decided to step away from the business. Um, My options invested and I'd done what I wanted to do. And I wanted to leave. Get married start my family you see this guy and that's where I am now um, helping other people who are going on that journey how to figure it out and how what frameworks to use and how to approach communication and how to use use these processes and put them in your head so you know what's going on um, that's it that is my epiphany origin story bye